John. And I'm Keith. And it's time for us to chat. chat. All over your ear holes, Brother Keith. With science, history, art, and technology, John. Keith, because as our current shatters and our old-time flummadillers recall, we remain your somewhat reliable source of information for... Most things, John. Most things, Keith. And here we are, all these years later. Yeah, included... But not limited to. Okay. What are we talking about today? Then? Including but not limited to ourselves. <laughs> yes, for the first time, we're going to talk about ourselves. Well, we started thinking, you know, we could just randomly throw out a podcast when there hadn't been one in like three months. Yeah. And, you know, we were pretty steady there early on, just hammering away. And as our kids got older and busier and involved in sports and yeah. and a lot of stuff going on, then we, Lord Keith, do you even remember we hit an epidemic, or not an epidemic, a pandemic, and then we came yeah, through all that. I think we did like one episode in 2020. Anyway. And then, then you had a back surgery, and we mm-hmm. all ended up with COVID two or three times. And We had life, John. But we had life. But don't beat yourself up. We were really only like one episode late this time. I mean, we've been doing okay. seasons for a little while. We've been while, doing them for like once a month. But we missed our, our Christmas special. We did we, miss our Christmas yeah. special. And so that, because of that, it kind of really seemed like a long break. Well, there yeah. earlier on, we were trying to hit like every two weeks. Yeah. But we realized that was just... We realized we were too ambitious. We were too yeah. ambitious. We're just too busy for that. But, so but here we back, are. So we started the seasons. And so, yeah. this is season eight. In 2017, actually. We started out. So uh, anyway, that's what's been going on with us. We're just we're just working, living life, staying yeah. busy. Keith has uh, has always got his hands in about four pies at one time. Yeah, man. And um, anyway, I'm blessed to be doing it all. We're just I doing what it. we do, man. Yeah. So I'm glad to be back here tonight in the flumadiddle slash. I'm sorry, man. Look at me. See old yeah. habits die hard in the chat. Yeah, well, I mean we're still we're still flumadiddle. It's we're like, still connected. It's the parent company. It's right? the parent Chat's company. Chat's the podcast. ABC. Yeah. Flumadiddle's the, the, the ABC company is Flumadiddle. We can start with that, kind right, of. Then, then we'll go to like a you know uh, a flashback to the beginning. But you know, just most recently we changed it to the name Shat. Um, you know, Flumadiddle was always a fun name. But Nobody knew what it was. Yeah, could spell it. We'd get that. I, I mean, look, even right? just recently, I, I couldn't even get somebody to repeat it back to me as soon as I told them. You know, <laughs> and so. Which that's just not ideal for word of no, mouth. Which it's is not probably the the way that podcasts flap a episodes, flick a nipple. Yeah, flip a flip a duple. I mean, the way that podcasts advertise mainly is through word of mouth. And right. if you can't tell somebody what the name of it is, it's just hard. So Shat's easy to remember. It's still fun. Uh, I think people can remember Shat, and right? it's a low common denominator, Keith. Every, everybody, yeah. you know, don't act like you don't talk about this kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, we wanted to riff on that. We please, you we know, don't want to set the bar too high. Right? We, don't, we don't want to set the bar too so, high. So we name ourselves Shat. <laughs> yeah, it, that's what it is. Just various and sundry Shat. But anyway, and, it, it did all start back with the name Flumadil. And when was that, John? That was a while back. That was in 2017, Keith. Well, really? All right, that started earlier. We actually yeah. started recording, so maybe 2016, maybe 2014 was the first time. Oh, was it really time, yeah. 14 the first time? It was time the first time that? that I just kind of thought, hey, let's do a podcast. I had found podcasts at that point. Okay. I know podcasts came around way earlier they than did. that. They did. I was when, listening to a lot of podcasts. That's yeah. when I found them, okay? And well, so. guess what? Get us what else we found then. Me and Keith found each other in 2014. Yeah, exactly. Because we didn't meet till July of 2014. Yeah, and maybe you're the one that kind of got me on the podcast. Probably are. Maybe. Because like, you was already listening I was, to I them. was pretty heavy on podcasts. So anyway, I just got to thinking, man, me and John both love to research. And and we could do this together. It's just something fun, just a hobby, you know. Right. And my main thought process was, 
you know, it's something to record our personalities and our voices for our future ancestors, you know, like our right. our grandchildren, our great grandchildren. It would be so cool, John, right now, if I could go back and listen to my great great granddad and just see like what he was all about. Imagine like a hundred years ago, bro. You yeah, could just pull up and listen. Like, oh my gosh, that's my great great granddad. Yeah, exactly. And so, he might be like, "What an idiot!" Yeah, I know. <laughs> they may not be interested at all. None of them listen. I know. Well, it's not because we didn't give them the there. chance. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be because it's not there. That's right. Hey, you future generations, if one of uh, of the future Guthries or Clays are listening a hundred years from now. You better listen up now. Yeah. And, and we love you. Yes, we Even love you. we never met you. Never met you. We yeah. love you. Yeah. So um, anyway, so that was one of the main reasons. You know, and another reason, I think we're both teachers by nature. We like, Absolutely. We like teaching. I mean, that's actually what my educational background is in, right. is in teaching. Uh, we both work in hospice, but um, it's just kind of on the side. We enjoy teaching. There's even some education involved in that, in the processes that oh, we deal with people yeah, with, for sure, and 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 what grief's about and stuff. So there's there's some educational opportunities in what we do there. Yeah, and we do um, counseling type stuff, and like I think teaching and counseling kind of go hand in hand a little bit. You know, they can. You're guiding, mm-hmm. especially you know, John. Just a little side note: when I went to teaching school, they kind of already switched it to where teaching is more guiding people into learning facilitating facilitating if you learning yeah we're facilitating a podcast Be- right now before i went to school it was more like lecturing you know right. spew out information you take notes but when i went to school they'd already kind of transitioned it into uh facilitating learning and so and that know, is very similar to counseling really i had a great while we're just randomly talking about us and stuff i had a professor at auburn a philosophy professor named dr fisher yeah and you know, looking back, that's what he did. Rather than spout information, yeah, he very now he had a lot of profound information to share, but he facilitated a lot. He would draw stuff out of you and ma- engage you. Right, absolutely. And I think you learn better. People learn better when, when it's that way. So anyway, we're we're teachers by nature's by, by nature's by, by nature's. nature, and we also we just thought this is an opportunity to influence others in a positive way and bring a little joy and information in their lives. You know. Some, encourage others and i think we've always tried to do that no matter what sure. the topic is we try to mix in a little bit of encouragement and, we do we try to bring some um, encouragement yeah. some humor some inspiration we want to bring, absolutely yeah absolutely and well, over now we're getting what four we got fourteen thousand downloads about right yeah something like that. over that yeah. almost yeah, so. 14 400 is what it showed yeah, a minute ago. so that mass it's incredible i'm glad I mean, that hey. people enjoyed it and um so anyway so here's the thing, Keith. When you when this idea, I'm not sure as this idea began to develop mm-hmm. and kind of sit there in the cocoon and and do whatever yeah. it was doing and start coming together. Um, it really was pretty easy once we decided we want to do it because I already had a bunch of audio equipment. Right, absolutely. Because I had a background in doing some audio recording. I had a project studio at one point, recording bands, recording myself. So, had some good mics and, yeah. and fun uh, fact. John's an amateur and, musician. He's actually really good. Yeah, I, I, I probably kinda, could become a world famous musician. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Keith. Get your voice out there. I'm trying to. I'm trying to bring that back on the side. Get back in, yeah. into the love of that. I've kind of let that go a little bit i still have a great love for music but but yeah these these very microphones we have are some nice uh nice copies of an old expensive german microphone that neither one of us could afford but my mother got these for me years ago so we got we had some nice mics we got some nice monitors and yeah computer stuff software so i thought well man we, we've got better equipment than the average person already so we could 
pick right. this stuff up and give it a go. So we just kind of tossed it around for a little while. And then I think, uh, I mean, it was probably toward the end of 2014. So probably like a year, we just tossed it around. Then yeah. I think in 2016, we started recording. Okay. And we record it for about a year. Um, and, and so we'd have a kind of a backlog of episodes. Right. And then we released in 2017. And, and we uh, didn't even release the first episode we recorded for a long time. Yeah, I know we didn't. I don't know why that, I don't even remember why that was, but. I don't know. Oh, well, no, I don't either. I think we just picked the one we thought was best to right. release first or something Kinda like went that. With yeah. it. Uh, right. By the way, the name Flummadiddle came from dictionary.com. It was a word of the day. I like that app. It I've means got the utter nonsense. Utter nonsense. And, and that's not as in cow teat, <laughs> right. but that's U-T-T-E-R instead of U-D-D-E-R. Although well, we did riff on that on one of the pictures we put on our website one time. Put a cow on there or a something cow, like that. A cow yeah, bag. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I just thought it was a fun name, you know, and just something we could riff off of. And, and we kind of, our theme to begin with was kind of like cutting through the flummadiddle. Cutting through the, 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 utter, the utter nonsense. nonsense. So yeah. through our research, we would try to get rid of some of the myths out there about a topic and just give you the truth. And Hence that recording of that first one where we talked about um, eggs and coffee and stuff like that, where one week yeah. you hear how terrible this is for you, and the next week you're like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever, eat a 1,000 eggs a week. Right. And so we're like, okay, where's the? is there a middle ground somewhere between the extremes here? Yeah, I love so, eggs. I do too. I, I don't even care if they tell me to get rid of them now. I'm just going to eat them. Anyway. I'm going to eat yeah, eggs. I'm telling you. You, got eggs in your, y'all got, you got eggs in your yard, man. Yeah. You got chickens laying them. So how did we come up with the uh, slogan, John? Your somewhat reliable source of information well, for most things. There is actually a fabulous band called Clutch, and um, there's a line in a song that they have called 50,000 Unstoppable Watts." Yeah, and and the chorus they scream in Anthrax, Ham Radio, and Liquor, and then it goes on there, which they're a very humorous band. They've got a lot yeah. of humorous stuff, but it's uh, it, it hits a line in there. It says, "We're your reliable source of information." Yeah. So he screams that in that song, a reliable source of information. So Keith and I started throwing that around like, hey, we don't want to set the bar too high. And <laughs> yeah. we don't want to have to sit around. Fat, you know, We certainly, Keith, let's make it clear, we would never purposely uh, falsely mislead anybody or right. provide misleading or uh, false information. We try to be as factually accurate as we can with the time. With the time and the sources. Yeah. So we try to be wise about our sources. We're right. both, we don't just randomly go on the internet and find just random stuff way out there. But uh, in keeping with the sense of humor, it's like we wanted to have almost like, uh, you know, news sources, whoever they are, can mm-hmm. be so self-important sometimes. Yeah. Like, we are bringing you the truth from God right? or something. Yeah. We're <laughs> like, no, John and Keith, we're bringing you somewhat reliable information. Yeah. And since we— It's probably reliable. It's probably yeah. reliable. <laughs> but we might make mistakes. We might make some mistakes. Okay. And so there's the humor and humility, Keith. Right. Because I'm, I'm so proud of how humble I am, Keith. I'm the most humble person in this room. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. So that's that. We're your somewhat reliable source of information. And since we had such a wide variety of stuff for most things, not for all things, Keith. Right, because we, we're we not the type of podcast that just uh, kind of sets on one genre. We like to yeah. mix it up. We like to mix it up, Keith. Yeah. And, so, and then eventually we figured out that most of our podcasts do have something to do with either science, history, or, or technology. Yep, that's true. And I don't even know how we come up with Shat, really. I don't remember. Do you remember? I don't. I think you came up with it. I, I recall yeah. that you came up with it and the logo. I, I you think threw I, it out at me. I think I had, I had decided that I wanted to name it something about like the type of topics that we do. 
And then when I was just sitting there finding an acronym, it just like showed up. Right. You know? Probably wrote it out. We do science. We do history. Because we've been clear on that. Yeah. We kind of do science, history, art, and or technology. Yeah. And technology, you know, whatever. So anyway, anyway that's where we're we at go. now. And uh, so. And who can't remember shit? Oh, let me throw in a real quick flumadiddle thing. All right. So another riff on that was it's got one M, Keith, not two. Because two. Is a dessert. Is a dessert. So we found out that there's also a uh, 2M flumadiddle, F-L-U-M-M-A, which mm. is some kind of meat pie. It's like a fatty bread dessert. Yeah, it's almost like something. a cross. I think of it as a, uh, like some crazy fruit cake or and something we from still, Britain. We've said like so many times that we're going like to make, make it, it and eat it for a video or something. Maybe we, we could get yet. maybe we could get um, our friend Dawn who made the cake, that oh, yeah. wonderful cake. Maybe she could figure out how she to make a flumadiddle. Peanut butter Reese's cake. Oh, oh my man, gosh, that it was thing so was good. good. Yeah. So, so anyway. All right, so well, let's get into as we're going to we're going to end here in a little bit. We're going to kind of preview right. this upcoming eight season, but let's just take a few minutes, Keith, and, and talk about some of our most memorable moments and our favorite episodes. Let's so go what back. You got? So let's let's jump in our time machine. Let's right? jump in our way back flumma machine. There you go. You can add add sound effects. I might here. find some sound effects. Yeah, there you go. So um, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, like one of the most memorial things. Did I say that right? Memorial? Not, not memorial. Memorable. 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 There you go. There you go. One of the most memorable. <laughs> oh, I can't say it. <laughs> and we love, we love to right? pick on Keith's vocabulary, too. We did go <laughs> to college, from, both of us. I get it from my mom, man. <laughs> she just makes up stuff sometimes. Anyway, um, one of the greatest episodes, um, one of the greatest times we had, really, is it, it kind of happened early on, which was interesting. It, it was like it 2018, was cool. and so it's like... We were unknown. We weren't world famous like we are now, John. Right, exactly. So, we were not the heavyweight championship but, or heavyweight contender for podcasts. If, if you're in Alabama and even outside of Alabama, you know the name James Spann. Yeah, he's really famous. For those of you not in Alabama, he's really uh, well-known, well-respected, uh, kind of pillar of the community guy that's a meteorologist. When storms are coming, you want to hear yeah. old James on there. And he's just such a good guy. Good down-to-earth so guy. So involved in yeah. Alabama and the Involved community. in the schools yeah, the and the schools. community. And, I mean, he's actually so famous in Alabama. He's probably, like, more famous than a lot of national-wide famous people. Right. You know, he probably has a bigger following in Alabama than a lot of nationwide people right. have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, um, anyway, it was a big deal, and I just kind of reached out to him. It's like, hey, can we interview you? And he was like, Sure. And we did. And it was crazy. It was nuts. And like we went into the WBRC studios. Six studio before like they where, did the news. Yeah, like where the anchors sit. We sat back there and recorded a podcast. That was cool. It was surreal. We both actually took off work yeah. the same day. We sure did. And drove down to Birmingham. I think we sat, we sat in an Arby's or a Chick-fil-A one, I forget, and like worked on our notes and did our yeah. stuff. And then we went over to the old WBRC 6 sure news did. thing and, and recorded that with James. He was a very... Very pleasant dude, and it it ended up being such a great uh, interview because he, excuse me, he really dove down into like how he felt during the the April's fury, like yeah. how that made him feel like and the things. Yeah, and, stuff. and he's talked about like learning the names of the people who lost their lives and things like that. And so, right, man, he's just such a cool dude, and uh, yeah, he's it was a great, great interview. So you know, if you want a, a good one, check out you can check out that one. Another. Uh, Good one. I'm gonna to try to say memorial again. Memorable, memorable interview, if you will. Memorable interview. Who was that, John? Doctor John Blevins. Yeah, 
He is a uh, NASA scientist who is like the head of the SLS. He's a chief engineer. The chief engineer of the SLS. So for those of y'all who don't know the SLS, think uh, Apollo um, and the Saturn V V rocket. So Saturn V is to Apollo as SLS is to the upcoming Artemis Artemis space mission. So it's the rocket. It's the big, giant rocket. It stands for Space... Launch, launch system, system, which so that's the rockets just called SLS. So right. it's like like Saturn V, but it's the one for the next mission. Right. Um, so yeah, so we interviewed the guy who was going to be sending us back to the moon. That's incredible. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, and, it, and that's a joint venture. I know that. I know that he's not just a the guy. That there's so many sure, guys there's involved a lot of people in that. Involved. There's probably several different chief engineers, but he is the chief engineer of the SLS. Um, right here in Huntsville, Alabama, and yeah, man, That's so awesome. he's an integral part of us going back to the moon, and we were able to interview him and talk about the future of going back to the moon and the Artemis mission. So I just think that's really neat, John, because someday we're gonna hit the moon, and you know, when when they hit the moon, they're gonna be like. I'm so glad that they did that interview with Flumadoodle, and everybody's <laughs> gonna watch it. You know, exactly. We're gonna get famous then. Yeah, more famous. More famous. Like we'll be interplanetary famous interplanetary or inter as the beastie boy says intergalactic intergalactic i need to insert that right there intergalactic there you go all right now keith what about some favorite episodes oh man there's so many we'll just hit a couple we got we got a little bit of time left yeah we got we got some minutes here so so let's throw out let's throw out a few so anytime anybody asks me like what's one of your favorite episodes i don't even know why but led lights just comes to my mind we good. We good. Okay. <laughs> That's the other computer. We got computers making sounds. We're making sure so. it wants to be a part of the podcast. It's, yeah, it's, it's doing stuff. We're making sure our, our recording's still going. So, but yeah, LED lights, man. I mean, when you first hear that, you think, eh. yeah. Think how ubiquitous they are, though. They're all around us. I'm looking in here, and I can't even tell you how many there are. We got colored LED lights on in here. Yeah, absolutely. The, and the, I love the computer LED screen. Lights. Yeah, LED and our phone. Screen right. LED. Yeah, absolutely. And Our I think uh, a couple of things that really just um, really stood out to me in that episode, John, was one, I always kind of thought or at least assumed that LED lights was a evolution of the light bulb. And it's a completely separate invention. Yeah, complete different deal. It's different. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm just an average person. It emits when, light when it but comes other to a lot than of that. stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, I think a lot of people may think that, that it's just like a different type of light bulb. It's not. It's no, a different it's a complete, size different completely. Thing. Yeah. And so that was incredible to me. And also, um, what else did I tell you, John? On about, LED lights? Yeah, about LED lights. Gosh, that's been so long ago. I don't even know. I man. think how recent. It's a we, pretty uh, recent technology. Yeah, yeah, how recent we actually come to, I think it was the blue LED light that we had to figure out so that right. you could make the, the white one or whatever. Right, gotcha. That was fairly recent, and I thought that, you know, they've been around maybe since the 70s, 80s, but it's not the case. So. All right. Yeah, so I thought that's that was a good one. That's man. a good one, yeah, for sure. What's some other ones that stood out um, to you? You know, our biggest, um, our biggest download is about the history of the bicycle. Right, absolutely. Should, should we give away anything about how well, we, we might not want to give away why that is no, no we're gonna hang on to that we'll keep that close to yeah sense. just yeah. in case that's yeah. a that's a that's a chat secret um keith may have figured out the mystery of why it's so popular but either way you know we have had others to do with transportation yeah one of them didn't do so well we did another one transportation like from feet 
to the airplane. Right. And we were doing that. Did we do that while we were driving back from James Band? Because we, we were on the interstate at some point. Yeah, for something. I don't know where we were driving to. I can't remember, but we, we actually we were recorded in the, car. It in the car with a Samson Go mic, which is a little small USB mic that you can hook to your phone. But the road noise was so horrible. It was terrible. I managed to filter it out, but I, I think people, it was a good podcast. We, yeah. should, we probably ought to do it again. But I think what happened was people listened to it and were like, oh, dude, I can't stand all that noise. You're right. It's too much. Exactly. So, um, Anyway, though, the bicycle thing was huge. Very interesting. We do, we had actually talked, though, if we start having, if we get big enough where we have like a a, a yearly gathering yeah. of the Flumadiddle Shatters, yes. we're going to have a race that involves the big, giant front-wheeled bicycle. Yeah, I can't remember the name of them, but you know what we're talking and about. And see, the helmets will be required. And the, waivers. And waivers, because <laughs> yeah. we will not be responsible for anybody breaking their head. But I think that would be so cool to have a race with those type of bikes <laughs> and just watch folks do that. But so anyway. what else you got, Keith? That that was a that was just a kind of a groundbreaking moment. So one of our coworkers, Joy, she she mentioned to me that she really enjoyed the balloon fast, fasco, fiasco, fiasco of 86. Okay. And, uh, and I, I agree with her because it's this obscure story right. out there and it was just, it's, it's a little comical, but it's actually very serious what right. happened. Um, and so anyway, I, anytime we can take some obscure story out there that people really hadn't heard about much and kind of go through that and talk about it. I think that's always fun. And we're not going to say what episode number is cause there's only like, there's close to a hundred, but yeah. it won't take long to just scroll through all of them. And while you're looking for the great balloon fiasco, you might be like, Bob Ross, David Koresh, the Three Stooges, right? Mush, what? Mushrooms. That's one of your favorites. That's favorite, one I'm getting into. Mushrooms, <laughs> like I forget what we called it, like mega mushrooms, my or mega mycelium, and something else. Yeah, I can't remember what fostered the whole idea of us doing the mushroom. Was it the kind remember. of the zombie ant fungus thing, maybe? You know, I think we talked about that at the when we talked about mushrooms. We mentioned that one, but I don't think it was related. Okay. We've done them so far apart from each other. I got you. Well, whatever it was, yeah. I just remember going down this rabbit hole, mushrooms and the mycelial networks and all of that. Like, Keith, I was ready to go back to college I'm and become you. a mycologist. I, ge- I geeked out on the science of that. And the listeners out there may so not know interesting. this, but we, we kind of just picked things that we're wanting to research because we right. don't know a lot about it and we want right. to know more about it. And so it's an opportunity for us to learn and then teach, you know? Yeah. It's a jumping off yeah. point for us. And Hey, if you, if you like it, jump off too, man, get right. into it, find your passion, and find so, something that so interests you. So we actually you. get into the things that we're talking about. Right. Like I, I know John, me and John was sending uh, pictures of mushrooms back and forth to each other for, it's probably still do actually, but back and forth for months after that. And episode. you know, this past year, for whatever reason, like, I, we're not going out like foraging or we're not out in the woods all the time. You've got a little some land around you, so you've got some woods. But still around my yard, this is a pretty big lot with lots of with lots of dampness and wetness. And you know, this past year there has just not been near as many mushrooms. Yeah. I, it popped up on my like Google photos of when all these mushroom pictures were taken and I was been looking around the yard and they've been a little sparse this year. But I know the mycelium's still there. Right, but the mushroom is actually the flowering body. So whatever, right. we just didn't have a good flowering year over here. Yeah. After that but, episode, I actually looked into growing some mushrooms. Yeah, you myself. did, man. Yeah, I never Keith, got around the to entrepreneur. It really. Yeah, it's like how can I grow mushrooms yeah, in my I yard? A ton of money. Yeah, <laughs> and John, another couple of favorites of mine, just being 
you know, I, I mentioned my education as, as a teacher. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what was that? Are you little John over here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just adding some excitement to I it. I got man. you. Uh, but just my education is teacher, but the concentration actually is in social science, which includes social history, science. social science, social science, which includes like history. And um, so I like the history episodes. And man, right. one, I wanted to do one on Bill the Butcher, like from the movie The oh, Gangs of New Gangs York. Of New York, so, yeah. Bill the Butcher versus Old Smoke. Yes, that that was... that was the thing. Is like when we started researching it, I discovered Old Smoke. Yeah, and I'm like. Man, why didn't they do a movie about this guy? Because he's like so much cooler than Bill the Butcher, right? And like, I, I just, I really like. They called him Old Smoke because, like, I think in a fight, his he got like caught on fire, and oh, he's wow. like just keeps fighting like while he's on fire. And when he gets done fighting and beating the crap out of this dude, he's like smoking. And so they just, all right. Old but anyway, Smoke. like he was like the nemesis of Bill the Butcher, and so that was an incredible episode. And they really should do some kind of like movie about bill the butcher versus the butcher. old smoke that would be incredible and then um another history one was fish farts fish farts the cold war tensions caused by fish farts yes so that was up where happened. it was around was it sweden yeah something like that. and they were it was up in the polar north of there near yeah. russia and they're literally hearing something yeah on the sonar and they're thinking Oh my gosh! Are the Russian subs? Yeah, and there was a Russian sub seen in the area. Yeah, there was some stuff going on. Well, it took them a while. They finally figured out these anomalous sounds were not Russian submarines, even though tensions were high. Yeah, they were farts from a fish from a type of herring, herring. I believe, and like Like schools of herring. Yeah, and when they get scared, they release the gas out of their body and. I guess out of their butt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we really somewhere. Got, they're like listen back and cushions. see. We may have got into right. that. I don't we know. Be, we but they released the like like he said, a school of fish. It's a big school of fish. Right. It was just like this big sound, and they thought it was Russian subs. Man, so that's crazy, isn't it? Almost got into a, a, what a nuclear like war, a cold war, nuclear. It was like a standoff because of fish farting, farting out there. It was crazy. Man, I got a couple. Just I, I won't say too much about them. The pocket notebook. I know yeah. that sounds so nerdy, but you know there's something to be said about the the good old analog stuff right here in front of us, Keith. Guess what? We don't have open. We don't have yeah. an iPhone, a tablet. We don't have our telephone. We got a nice piece of paper mm-hmm. with some type on it. We've got our lovely, the best pens in the world, by the way, the Uniball two hundred seven plus. There you go. And that one's for free, Uniball. We're, we're, yeah, there you go. Once we get famous, keep us in mind. <laughs> um, but we're writing notes down here, man. There's something to be said about analog, man. Having yeah. a pen and a pad, and I, and I carry around a lot of days the little Rodia notebook, and right. I know you started carrying uh, I did, around. Yeah, and I need to get back to it. I actually hadn't done that in a while. But there is something about like when you write something down, it actually makes you think before you write. Right. Whereas because of our phones and stuff, we know that we can delete it, and because you know you can delete, it, you just start typing, and then right. you end up not deleting it. You end up just sure. going what you wrote, but it's not as thought out as right. if you write something down so and so i love it i love it i keep them handy i don't have it with me every day but most days yeah the history of the ac oh man my favorite invention in the whole wide world and that is probably going to come up in a yeah. in a future episode in a kind of a priorities would you rather thing keith will yeah. tell us more about that here in a little bit but yeah i mean uh ac um we we love the air conditioning so much that we actually named it Ode to the AC. Ode to the That's AC. The it was an ode, Keith. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to hit just a couple more. I'll just throw them out there. Um, 
plastic fantastic lover the history of the television yeah a ubiquitous uh invention that we all stare at too much especially during football season i will watch football from like 10 o'clock saturday morning till midnight saturday night during football college football season but some of the younger generation probably don't remember how tv used to be we were kind of slaves to the screen in a different way oh yeah because you had to show up at a certain time yeah and watch your show watch your show and so now there's there's kind of a little bit of freedom in how things are done now right but we are slaves to the screen i think in a different way in a different way like an addiction kind of way but right which we actually had episodes about that as well right 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 (laughs) I think that's all I got. I, I, the Three Stooges, I love the Three Stooges. Uh, you know, so that was a good, that was a fun one for me. And that's that, and so that was some of my main ones. The first one we ever released was there the you Three go. Stooges. The that, Stooges. And we released it at the same time as a sleep deprivation. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that one. So it's called um, "You're Getting Sleepy," and it was about sleep deprivation okay. and the effects of it, and how we need a certain amount of sleep. Kind of a little bit on that health and wellness kick right after right, the sure. The After eggs the and coffee, coffee one, yeah. Hey, you know, I encourage people that, Keith, because we try, always try to uplift. I have made a um, concerted effort over the past year and a half yeah. to make sure I'm in bed to get the proper amount of sleep. And yeah. I've been pretty good at, at doing that. I've increased my sleep, and I think that's good yeah. for me long term. Yeah, I try to get eight so. hours if I can, no less than seven. And, um, yeah, it's a, it makes a big difference. So speaking of um, um, kicks, John, we did get on a little kick one time. It was a short time that we did shorts, right? We did a short time of but shorts. during that short time of shorts, we did an, a short, though, that we both just found quite incredible. Tell them about uh, Ferdinand. Ferdinand Foch. Yeah. F-O-C-H, the Supreme Allied Commander, or the Supreme Commander of the Allied Forces during World War One. Mm-hmm. He was a French. He ended up being a, like a what we would call a five-star general. I think they call right. him like a field marshal or something. And anyway... Uh, which, interesting enough, I've been listening to podcasts about World War One. Intracolonial. Yeah, you called me out earlier. Call you out. I know. <laughs> call me out, man. I threw that out there. I don't know what I just said. Something like that. But um, I, I forget the exact quote. I get them in order. But he's like, "My right is my my right is retreating. My center is falling away. Situation excellent. I am attacking." Yeah, that was the like telegraph that he sent. That back, was the telegraph. Right? Yeah. Dude, everything, imagine, so basically everything's going wrong. Mm-hmm. The, they're getting routed. And we're talking World War One. We're talking, we're not talking like a few yeah. hundred, like Trench any. warfare. Yeah, anytime people are killed in a conflict, it's a horrible thing. Oh, absolutely. But when you started getting into World War One and Two, you're not talking about a handful of people in right. a skirmish mm-hmm. in a forest somewhere or in in a city somewhere. You're talking about possibly tens of thousands of people yeah dying in a short period of time of a few days so this guy's talking about trench warfare type stuff like the Ger- they're being overrun by the germans situation excellent i'm, I'm attacking. attacking yeah and so you know we just want to continue to encourage you out there that hey things may not be going your way right now you're right may be retreating yeah but god is in control and situation excellent just go onward Keep going. right onward one foot in front of the other when i had my back surgery john and I, I kind of had a little bit of depression after that because of, you know, a little bit of lack of use of my foot from the surgery. Right, sure. And, um, you know, some uh, a word God laid on my heart was onward. I actually heard the guy say it on that show, um, The Curse of Oak Island. He would say it a lot of times when they onward. would have a setback. He would say onward. 
And so I'm, I'm just, God just laid that on my heart. And I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm, I'm where I'm at. That's it. But onward, man. I can't let this slow me down. I just got to keep moving forward. Hey, keep going. Yeah. I, I had something similar with my knee. And I actually shared that with a, with a lady yesterday that I visited. It was a, a caregiver for somebody. She was having a tough time. I said, have you ever seen any of those Mount Everest documentaries? I said, you know, they're getting towards the top. You see the stakes that are already been driven into the mountain, mm-hmm. and there might be a, there's a rope there, and there's a line of people, and I mean maybe the top of Everest is being battered by winds and snow, and and you can't even see the people. All you see is a parka, yeah. and you see a hunched over person, and you see each little boot moving about half an inch, yeah, at a time. Just keep trudging, man. Yeah, that's just right. keep trudging onward. Yep, one foot in front of the other. Jeff. I see it. All right, Keith. So why don't we take a look? We have got a new season, Keith. Drum roll, please. Season eight of yep. Shat. That's right. We're going to be shatting all over some ear holes this coming year, <laughs> we Keith. Sure are. What, now we're not promising that all of these are going to be talked to, but we're just we are here brainstorming with you, Shat listeners, tonight. So, Keith, let's throw out a few ideas that are possibilities in the upcoming months. All right. So one that you mentioned, John, was uh, it's been on the list for a long time. Actually, is LP and the phonograph. Right. right? Okay. So the phonograph, you know, uh, in its more modern uh, example, we'd call that a turntable. Mm-hmm. Or if it's uh, and a little lower in that, we might call it a record player. But right. that's a, a thing that plays vinyl records yeah. is what we're going to be focusing. What's LP on. stand for? So LP stands for long play. Right. There was other. There were other. The LP is what's so popular these days. It's the big one. The twelve-inch records. Yeah. Okay, and that's what's kind of made a comeback, and that's what even you've got a bunch. I've got right. a stereo with a bunch of uh, of records over here or LPs, and there was there were records before that. There were wax cylinders. Hmm. There were seventy eights. I think they were made out of shellac. If I'm not, I can't remember. But there were seventy eights. And yeah. then, and that stands for the RPMs. We'll talk about that more. And then came the seven inch, which is like the forty fives. You hear people talk right, about singles, yeah. but then that magical invention, the LP. Yeah, that allowed a medium by which an artist could basically perform like a forty-five yeah. minute statement. And we still call it today when they when they make a record. You we know. still call it record, even if even if it's something on Spotify yeah. or Apple Music. Like, hey, listen to this new record. Right. Well, that sounds so, incredibly interesting, John. I can't so, wait to to learn more about that. Thank you, thank you, man. Now, what you got next, Keith? Um, so a couple of ones we thought about maybe is uh, how a computer works because I just think you know maybe the average person don't really know how a computer works. Yeah, that sounds like one of those L- like the LED lights. You're like, yeah, huh. Well, I know I got LED lights, but I've never really thought that much about the computer right. where it came from. And it is kind of right. hard to understand and explain. So, right. so we'll, we'll do our so, best. Yeah. Um, and then I thought about an ultimate would you rather. Like, uh, let's talk about the things that are important in life. And me and you might just Priorities. go back and forth and okay. say, would you rather have this or this in your life? Okay. And then we might come to an to an end, something we can't do without. You know? That's sort of where we might throw the um, air conditioning back in. Right, absolutely. We might throw LEDs in there. We might throw some of the stuff we've already talked well, about. Give them a little taste right now, John. Would you rather have an air conditioner or a smartphone? Boy, that's tough. What here's here's my go to thing, Keith. I could decide quickly on that. Here here's my here's my king. I don't care if I got a phone. I think I would have to go with the AC. 
you know, so does it still, we, you know, we need to be able to contact each other. So I don't want to carry a rotary phone around in my pocket. Maybe I could get a clamshell flip phone. Well, they still exist. They're stupid get, phones. Get a quarter. A quarter. 30, 35 cents, to, whatever they are now, two yeah, quarters. Right. Gotcha. That but that's the kind of stuff. We'll go back away. and forth a little bit. Yeah. And I'll probably have to come down to this. Here's my go-to thing when I'm mulling or ruminating on something. Yeah. I'll give myself three seconds. So my, my theoretical situation, all right, John, you got to pick between the air conditioning and the cell phone in three seconds or your head will explode and you'll have neither. Right. And then I'm like, three, two, AC. Yeah, there you, you know. go. And that that would vary based on where you live, probably, right. and also what generation you're from. Because I think right. the younger generation thinks they can't do without their smartphone, but me and you grew up without one. And wait till those you suckers know? are sitting on their cell phone in the 100-degree heat yeah, with 100% humidity in Alabama and see what they think. But I look back, and I don't remember it being bad without it. You no, know, it like, wasn't I had bad. a blast before cell phones. I'm glad I didn't have a cell phone when I was 15. I know, right? We'd have been in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> For real. Just like our kids. So um, uh, what's another one, John? All right, Keith. So one we talked about is the scientific, philosophical, or religious ramifications of something called deja vu. Yeah. We've all had deja vu. Like, man, I've seen this. Yeah. I've done this. I've been here. What? This is weird. We might talk about the brain chemistry and how that happens and also like what it's meant throughout history. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. And uh, so another couple, one thing I've been interested in lately is um, some concerns about the hardening of our electrical grid. Okay. Um, and solar f- storms, massive solar storms throughout history. Which could can be create big like electromagnetic pulses. Yes. And then also you have terrorists that could do the same yeah. kind of thing. And so, um, you know, we're going to talk about that and like what... Is it a real concern? Uh, how concerned should we be? And yeah. what needs to be done to cr- to you know correct that problem Um, and then also kind of gets into another thing about preppers because like the same kind of people who will sound the alarm about that are also a lot of times these major preppers and so we want to talk about maybe the insanity of prepping how far is too far and like what is reasonable you know maybe a case of water and a couple cans of beans man i think you're good to go for just a day or two yeah a day or two yeah right we'll talk about that let's come up with a reasonable answer there and so that right now is what we have on the okay. on the docket. And, and but Keith, we are we are um, just liable, as we say here sometimes. We're just liable to come up with something <laughs> off the top of our head, and that nobody's ever heard of before. We're open to suggestions at doyouflumadiddle at gmail dot com. That's it. I'm or excited, you can Keith. Hit us up on Facebook Messenger, um, but just uh, yeah, let us know like what some topics that y'all would like to hear in season eight. So. We're gonna see about doing some videos again. Maybe we used to we used to drum it up on a you know before we did the did the podcast. Maybe do a video. We may just uh, film us doing the podcast. So many uh, podcasts have YouTube uh, yeah. channels and just kind of show us sitting here doing what we're doing. Right. Yeah. So all right, I might, man. I might, I might have to put some clothes on. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> At least put a shirt on. All right. All right. All right I guess I can do that. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I've been John. And I'm Keith. And we are looking forward to season eight of Chat.